Hey, it's Mike, Sean, and AJ of the Confused Breakfast. If you love classic movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, we're the podcast for you. We just finished up May of Sway's Uncaged. All Nick Cage and Patrick Swayze movies. Dirty Dancing, Donnie Darko, Face Off, The Outsiders, and National Treasure. Check us out wherever podcasts are found. You will be glad you did. You guys, Kelly from Beyond the Blinds is here. And, you know, this is sort of like redemption, I think, because it was a little unfair the last time she was here because Troy and I, who are huge, like Bravo heads, just kind of dominated. And we covered Roni's bra party, if you all remember. If you haven't checked that out, you should check it out. I have to say though, Kelly, as much as, as much as your contribution was, was small. It was very funny when you did chime in. I, I did my best. Um, I was up against some complete Bravo geniuses. Um, oh, well, listen, I, listen, I do think I'll have more input for this. <laughs> you just, I was like, I need to get her back for something. And I remembered you saying you listen, you watch Summer House. I was like, duh, easy. But one of my favorite contributions you had to that episode was when, um, we were talking because it was all going crazy. And then you, you you talked about how the bra lady was like, um, I would like to point out that I can figure out all of your bra sizes yeah. with just my eyes. And that was not the time, part. not the time. <laughs> no. And everyone's like, not now. People are running around on coke. People are fighting. Like, <laughs> like ma'am, read the room. <laughs> so you did still, in my opinion, create an invaluable, an invaluable part of that episode. But. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. talk bravo i talk true crime and sometimes i talk a little scripted so whatever you're here for i hope you enjoy the show before i even hit record though kelly and i both agree we're really nervous about this season of summer house for sure it's just i'm not used to feeling really anxious about summer house but i'm like ah. yeah it's it's giving like later vanderpump which isn't good <laughs> We all know what that means. Too. Right. I know we people know. are listening to the podcast. They're like, Kelly, you don't need to explain that to us. Yes. We're like, oh, we get that. Right. We get that. Like, so, okay. Last episode I recapped, I didn't, I couldn't land on a point. Like, I was so jarred by that opening scene with the naughty nurse. I don't like those. I don't like them. Um, I don't, I get uncomfortable because here's what makes me uncomfortable about it. They see, okay, here's our day of filming. They're like, here's our schedule. This is what the call sheet is. Like, this is, and they're like, I know what we're going to do. I'll wear a sexy nurse outfit and then we'll make the camera guy film it. That's what I always feel bad for is there's a camera guy who's like, I feel bad for us that yes. we have to watch it. And so that threw me off that they were down for that. I was like, oh, wait, hold on, guys. This makes me weird. Like, maybe this isn't what I thought it was. And I got, you know, the way they presented, let me put it that way. It's almost like the way the producers and editors presented it to us was that they wanted us to feel a certain way about Lindsay and Carl. 
But then I was still able to like pull some other stuff out because that reunion last season was very like, we really hate Lindsay and Carl, even Kyle. Yeah. And I was like, but Kyle, you're friends with them. Yeah, I don't. I'm a Lindsay Hubbard girl. She's my favorite. Her and Kyle are my type of reality stars. Just unhinged, wasted all the time. Exactly. And knowing Lindsay's maybe not going to give us that is really hard for me to to accept. That's that I think is the hard part about reality TV in that if you are sober and controlled, can you still be good reality TV? And that's a bummer. Yeah, I guess, honestly, I think Mike, the situation did a really good job. Agreed. But not that I watch a ton of like Bravo, um, but he's kind of the first one who pops into my head who got sober and is still like, it's more likable, actually. Way way more likable. Yeah. Actually, that might be one of the only, like one of the few people that you're like, actually, no, no, he needed to get sober. Right. Other than like the dads from Teen Mom who you're just like, thank God you're sober. See, I don't see. I'm not a teen mom girl, but I've heard so many. That show's unhinged. The shit that you I think you posted something. (laughs) And I was like, I don't even know what this is. And then people were like, this guy or this girl. I don't even it was it was a lot like this. I mean, I guess it's called teen mom. So right now they're all just in their 20s and have so much MTV money that they're insane. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe we should get into that, Emily. I think maybe I should. That's horrible. Okay, so back to this. So I'm going to go through kind of the cast to see like where you st- like to get like an overall view of like where you stand on them. Okay. 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 Uh, Maya, I liked her last season. <laughs> That's what I'm but too. <laughs> something changed. I, okay. And same. Same. I hope she comes back to to Maya. Same. Same. Or maybe we just didn't really know Maya. That's true. Like, that's where I was at, too. It's like, I guess I thought I knew her, but maybe this is Maya. Yeah. Um, Sierra. Um, <laughs> I liked her pre-Austin. Mm-hmm. And then it just became a lot. And also her being a nurse and not knowing what a lobotomy is. Like, really? I know that that was such, like, a minuscule thing. But after that, I was like, I don't know if I can deal with it. That was bizarre. Like, don't you have to know, like, becoming a nurse is really hard. For sure. But I am hoping this season I like her better if Austin's truly, like, just not around. Yeah. Good point. Um, Okay, Paige. I go back and forth with Paige. I really liked her when she first started. And now it just seems like she's trying to control her narrative too much. Mm. Um, But she reminds me of Polly Pocket. Whenever I see her, that's who I think of. Aw, that's so cute. (laughs) She does kind (laughs) of... Um, okay, uh, Kyle. I love him. Yeah, I do too. Okay, yes. But this is going to be such an easy recap. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I do this because I need to know everyone's got different opinions. So I do this so that I can know going into like when I go through the notes, like how For to, sure. how to I brace think myself. He's such a good reality star. Agreed. Would I want to, I would fight him. Like if we got drunk together, we would definitely fight each other. But then I think we'd also party hard together. And we'd make up, I feel like we'd make yeah. up because Kyle has such a big heart. Yeah. Um, Amanda. I go back and forth with her a lot. Um, but I wouldn't say like she's a favorite. Um, 
but I think she's like gorgeous. <laughs> I think she's like Her so body yaddy yaddy. Like my yeah. God, get out of here. But, but yeah, I guess no. she doesn't, she doesn't give me like a ton to work with in general. <laughs> totally. That fucking prenup situation last season. Yeah. I could not, I'm like, Google it. Google what a prenup is. Like, why are you acting? I, okay. I came into that. It's like a whole other can of worms of dis- of annoyance. Um, who else is left that's Carl? Oh, yeah. Duh. Carl. This might be unpopular, but I've okay. never liked him. Okay. That's fair. You know, he's always- even now, even now sober. He seems like a deeply, deeply unhappy person. Okay. And even when he's sober, he still seems like deeply unhappy. There's something happening. Like, I'm seeing a side of him this season, too. Yeah. And I started watching when they were in COVID, like quarantine, when they stayed at the house. Oof. Which I loved, actually. Like, I thought that was great. It was their best season. Yeah. And everyone's hyping up Carl. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, okay, it's really sad what he's going through. Like, losing a sibling, I can't imagine. Like, that's so hard. But he also is just kind of like, he seems like he really needs, like, to work on himself still. Yeah. And I think this was my biggest take. This is going to be the easiest recap because we are so on the same page. Okay. Uh, that was my biggest takeaway from this episode. And like sobriety doesn't equal you're all good. No. You know, so that was my. Okay. So now. we Okay. I know where we stand. Let's go through those. Okay. So, okay. Hang okay. on. I know he's not on it, but do you miss Luke? I don't miss Luke's contribution because I, f- I never felt he gave enough personally. Mm. Um, and I was always like wanting more of. Um... So, OK, he came on the show and he very much knew that he was being a fucker. But would be like, I'm just texting a girl, like right. asking, like, what you know, just what are you, what are you talking about? It's like you know what you're doing. I'm but just I a feel- good old boy from Minnesota who loves to ice fish and make maple syrup. It, yeah, but he knew what he was doing. Yeah. However, over the course of his tenure on on reality TV, he got humbled. Which is so ironic. He's the best looking guy ever on paper. And somehow he ends up being the guy that like no one wants to get with. And like he can't get a girl. Like what world are we living in that Luke is getting rejected left and right? There was like, I think it was even last season. He could not get a, he could not get a girl to save his life. And I'm going, what? The only girl he brought was a girl who slid into his DMs on Instagram. It's so weird. So. I think that he's been humbled quite a bit and has learned that he was a total fuck boy. But I I still think that he's like, I don't even think he knows he's being manipulative and like sneaky and slimy. So I could never get to the core of him. I could never, I'm like, I need to get in there and get him raw. I can't get there. So, but I, 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 he did grow on me, so Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind him like making a cameo for a weekend, but I don't need him full time. Do you miss Luke? I miss him a little bit. Um, just cause he would like party too. Well, yeah, there is that element. Now people are going to bed early and getting ready for Barry's boot camp, And that's not what I signed up for. Okay. I I really mean it. Like this show has (laughs) this. So. I so okay with all shows there's you know like because I just got done I can't stop talking about it. I just got done watching Geordie Shore's 
seasons. Geordie Shore is the British mm-hmm. literal Jersey Shore. And yeah. so seasons one through like 12-ish, that's even pushing it, are great. Because, you know, all shows have a lifespan and then they start to become totally fake, inauthentic. But it's sort of the same concept. Like, is Summer House going to go the route of we just keep changing the cast so that we can have a Summer House thing where it's party, party, party? Or are we connected enough to this cast where we adjust the show and it's no longer about just partying, but we follow the lives of these people? Or do we create a new show Mm. where it's about just the cast because we do care enough about the cast and we have Summer House stay Summer House and it is like a revolving door of party, party, party. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Because the, the format of the show can't last forever. Mm-mm. But we're we're connected to these people. We still like them, and right. we, we. I need to know what's still happening with Lindsay, Carl, Kyle, Amanda, Paige, Cray. I need to know what's happening with them, and I don't want to lose them. But I also don't want them partying like that forever because that's unhealthy. Right. And Me, I'm like, no, babies. let them. I'm well, like, no, let them. They, they, sh- they, they don't want to. How about that? They okay. don't want to. And so they're like, I can't. Like, I physically can't, which is fine. Fair. That's their choice. So, yes, keep bringing in new people. But then then do we just have to get rid of them? Sure. Right. Yeah, we do. But then do we just ditch them completely? We've got to either figure out, like, a new show for them called old house old school i don't know what do we call it you know what i mean summer house og summer house og Ooh, i mean we, we by the time we're done with this episode we'll have a better title working title working title for now but we could come up with a because we do still want to see what they're doing and their lives in new york would be super fun to to do to watch right yeah and we also did forget a cast member oh shit danielle oh my god see this is why i usually write everything down i just <laughs> i I didn't think Danielle, how do we feel about Danielle? It's funny. I always really liked her. And again, I came in on like season four or five. Um, but when I went back and rewatched old seasons, I'm like, I get why people did not like Danielle. Yes. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Early seasons, not so likable because she seemed very, you know what it is? She's a nerd. Yeah. She's like a Star Wars nerd, <laughs> like Star Wars techie nerd. For sure. You know, as where none of them are. And she's like, like, she's a total like she she what did she do? May the fourth be with you. She posts something among the may the fourth be with you every year because she's a total nerd. <laughs> right. And so people read that weird. They're like, ew, Danielle's. But she's just like that. So but now I think I love Danielle. Mm-hmm. So I'm very sad that especially this episode, watching her ride so hard. I know. I can't wait to see what happens. And it's like, God, fuck, what could it be? I know. What could it be? I can't believe I forgot Danielle. This is why I usually have everything written down. By the way, how do you feel about Austin? So I never watched Southern Charm. Everything that I've heard about that show has turned me off. I'm like, I do not need them in my life. Fair. But unfortunately, they came into my life because of Summer House and Winter House. I think Austin looks like fucking Fozzie Bear, and I don't understand why everyone wants to fuck him. Oh, my God. He does look like Fozzie Bear. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get he's tall, and also, like, I'm gay, so maybe that's just kind of why I don't- He does look like Fozzie Bear. I'm like, get this Muppet man out of here. Wow. Are you the first (laughs) one to say that? Um, (laughs) Because- 
That might be the best call ever. <laughs> he is so fuzzy bear. I'm really redeeming myself on this one. Yeah, you're going to stretch a little bit. <laughs> wow, damn. That was spot on because I really like I know we've said Muppet mouth before, but have we ever honed in on fuzzy bears specifically? Him he- and Craig's voices make me <laughs> want to run through a wall. <laughs> That's all I can say. I find Austin to be so bad. He's funny. Like, that's Mm. why he's so terrible. He's funny. Like, when they showed the flashback of Sierra being like, last summer was terrible. And they show the clip of her being like, are we together? Are we not together? And he literally is like, fuck my life. I'm like, do we see this? Like, he's horrible. Like, he's so bad that, like, he makes such good bad TV yeah. I, see, I think that's my problem. I'm so desensitized to bad men. I also do watch Southern Charm. So that's yeah. probably why in comparison to the other people. Yeah, I can only imagine. Be- I mean- he's the best of them on Southern Charm. So <laughs> can you imagine? I've heard a lot about those people. <laughs> yeah, Southern Charm's dark. The men on Southern Charm are dark for sure. <laughs> It is watching it now. Like if you watch old seasons now, though, because it's like it's like ancient times. You're like, I can appreciate this because it's like bad old reality TV. You're like, wow, this was so problematic. It's changed so much now. The show's not the same now, but it's been long enough where it's like watching old Vanderpump rules. Okay, okay, maybe does that make sense? Yeah, I just started getting bored one day. I just started getting into Below Deck, so I am starting to get into the Bravo world. I am trying. The Kate Chastain days are the best. That's what I'm watching. Ugh. <laughs> I will be do. I will be covering old old Below Decks on my Patreon because I love Kate Chastain on Below Deck. As the best ones, she would fire me so quick, but it's oh, okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's she's tough but fair, in my opinion. I agree. She's- She's a good, she, she does the work herself, too. She's not afraid to get her hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me feel better than when I actually do my makeup and feel like a person. However, I'm not complete until I fix my little stubby hands and get a manicure. But I am now converted to at-home manicures. I never thought I'd say that. I was a gel X girl through and through, salons all day, every day. I do miss my man, Lewis, but you know what? He'll live. But Olive and June's Manny's system and press-on nails have converted me. I am an at-home nail salon girl now. The Olive and June Manny system has everything you need in one box for a salon quality manicure. You have up to six polishes to choose from. The polish doesn't chip and lasts seven days or more. And it breaks down to like $2 a manicure. First of all, never thought I could ever make my right hand look good because I'm right-handed. And whenever I use my left hand, it's like a child learning to write for the first time. But the applicator on the Olive and June polish is idiot-proof. So now I don't have to make an appointment. Whenever I have that minute to do my nails, I take it because I am busier than ever with these episodes lately. And as much as I love the Manny system, I am a press-on nail Olive and June convert because like I said, I was a Gel X girl and these look just like the Gel X. They look real. They're sturdy. They're durable. They last so long. They have tons of sizes in each kit, so you can find the one that fits you perfectly. They're not 
damaging. When I tell you what that Gel X did to my real nails, I mean, the kit actually comes with the nail strengthening serum that you put on. So they do really care about keeping your real nails looking and feeling good. And the best part is a fraction of the price. The only reason I do not have my nails done right now is because my birthday is this weekend and I want my nails looking as fresh as possible. Visit oliveandjune.com slash ssbravo for 20% off your Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash S-S-B-R-A-V-O for 20% off your Manny system. Um, okay, so last week, this was my takeaway. I I saw Maya's perspective because I'm like, look, I know Lindsay can be savage. As much as I do like Lindsay, she doesn't take accountability for her harsh delivery. Right. She will she'll cut a bitch, scream at a bitch, and never say she's sorry. It's very much like, well, don't piss me off. So I was like, fine. I can imagine the way she came after Maya and Maya being like, whoa. But then when I watched the recap, like, you know, they did what, like the last week on thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I was like, wait, it almost felt like Maya was either like put up to this or pumped up to confront Lindsay and Carl or at least bring this up on camera. Like there was an element of that. Yeah, absolutely. And even with this episode that we're about to talk about. It felt the same. I don't know if Maya is just like, no, I'm going to come in and I'm not going to be that nice girl anymore. I'm going to really like make a name for myself or whatever. But with Lindsay's point of view, I also kind of get that because if I was dating someone, if I'm dating someone and my friend, I was talking to somebody about this and they're like, well, think about it. You're dating someone. Yeah. And this girl invites him to smoke weed, even though you're there. Right there. And you're right there. And she could have just been like, hey, do you guys want to smoke? That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you not invite or I do? I that's like that's exactly what I said last week. Like, that is an odd thing to do. Like, why not include me or say I, I, I do agree with that. It is an odd thing, especially because they're coming off such a rough reunion, filming, et cetera, where everyone was against Lindsay. But they're like, we love Carl. We hate yeah. Lindsay. I'm it's the like, opposite. I'm like, get Carl <laughs> away from me. <laughs> this is it's interesting that you're picking up on that because here's what I'm gonna say about Carl. Because he's tall and attractive, you're not you're like, I don't care about that. Right. I'm like, he looks better with a beard. If he shaved his beard, you guys wouldn't think he's as hot as he is. So I think that might be part of some, you know, an element that has an element to it, which is also why I I say that sometimes when um, a certain like housewife or some like Kristen Takeman on Roni came in and she was just pretty, the gays go crazy for her. And I'm like, (laughs) it's because she's pretty. I swear. And so sometimes that can be, it's like with pretty blindness, like hot blindness, hot, tall blindness. I think that might happen with Carl sometimes because I was a little darked out by Carl this episode more than before. So you might mm-hmm. be on to something. Okay. Okay. You might be on to something. I still do want to protect him with my life because watching what he went through to now, right. the evolution is so spectacular, but we love a comeback story. However, sobriety is interesting. The beginning of it, 
it's like you're on it's you're on that pink cloud. It's a, it's a real thing, but then reality starts to hit in and like those things that brought you to drink and to mask things become real. Yeah, for sure. So that's where we're hitting now. Mhm. Um, how do you feel about the new guy, Chris? I don't feel anything about him. Um, he's no Andrea. I'll tell you that. Right. Um, he's no, he's no Andrea. Hopefully he gives us like a little bit more. He kind of opened up about how like his family came over from Honduras. I believe Mm -hmm, it was. Uruguay. Yeah. And he opened up about that. I'm like, okay, so there is something there. Hopefully. A little bit more comes out, but. All right. I'm going to be more savage. I don't like him. (laughs) Okay. He was creeping me out. Like everything was doing. He was like being so he was like hitting on everything Sam was doing. He was like, can you oil up my back? Ooh, go lower. And then they were playing that like ladder. I don't know what that thing was. And he's like on the same team as Sam. He's like, you shot your shot and you missed. I'm like, show yeah. your team, you fucking idiot. Everything doesn't rather, have to be a hit on someone thing, okay? I would rather have Alex in his turkey back, his ground Me turkey. Too. Me too. And Justice he, for Alex and his broccoli and ground turkey. Just, I agree. I, I wanted him back as well. I get why he wasn't asked back because, you know, <laughs> most people didn't appreciate it. But he's like... This guy, I don't, I just get such like kind of creepy try hard vibes from this guy. And yeah. So I think there always has to be like one person in the house who's fine with being a wallflower. Yes. Who's fine. <laughs> just kind of sitting there and listening and, and being a sound out. Right? <laughs> exactly. helping, helping carry stuff to the car and right. to the beach and stuff. For real. <laughs> um, all right. So Maya pulls Kyle aside to talk about Lindsay and. This bond is great. I love that she's connected with Kyle. I love that Kyle can connect with the girls. Love it. Mm. Um, but this, it, it feels kind of brainstormy, plotty, like we're deciding that they're they're the problem. Yeah, I think the issue is, and this is, maybe we'll talk about it later, but Carl and Kyle just live different lives now and friends grow apart. Yeah. And instead of being like, oh, you know, I like to party. I like to go out. He's sober now. He can't really come out. He's like, no, it's Lindsay. Yeah. And And it's like, Lindsay's the only one who was sober with Carl. Well, that's my exact. You heard, you heard her say he was struggling with her, his sobriety. You, but then also Kyle's like, it's like something's changed. Were you at the reunion? (laughs) Right. You did you see what happened? And there was even fallout on social media, too, where they like had back and forth comments and stuff. So it's not like it was totally cool. Everything was fine. And so Kyle's like, I got to talk to Carl. You know, it's just it's just something's changed on his end. And And also how he was treated at Winter on Winter House. It's there's so many different. (laughs) Like, Have you had zero conversation about it? And. If you are running a business, I can see both sides of things because you can grow resentful when you start to build up like, well, he could be doing that and he could be doing that. And he could, unless you sit down and say, here's the new job expectations, you mm-hmm. just start tallying up all the things that they're not doing. But if they don't know that they should be doing that, then they're over there going, and I do this and I do this and I do this and no, nothing gets appreciated. So like they're both building up resentments without communicating. But then we're going to get to Carl in a second. We're going to get to Carl in a second. <laughs> So Kyle and Carl talk. This is where I saw what you were saying about Carl. 
because Carl was an arrogant asshole when he was still drinking. Mm-hmm. He was very much um, entitled. And there was an element of when he was talking about how burnt out he is. And Kyle goes, well, I asked you three weeks ago what you were thinking and what you needed and you never got back to me. Three. If Kyle checked in with him three weeks ago and said, look, what's going on? What do you need? And Carl hasn't gotten back to him. That's a long time. That's on Carl. If your boss essentially is like, what do you need? What's going on? And you wait three weeks because you're still writing up your email. That's a long time. That's that's strike one on Carl's side. I'm we're you know, I call it fair. So that's strike one. And then Carl's like, some days I get pissed because I'm working too much and I don't feel valued. And the way he was talking, it was you could see him seething. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sometimes I feel like the face of the brand. And I don't agree with that. Carl's always been the guy was he's always been the sales guy. That's how I've known Carl's position to be. So I'm like, well, of course you're going to go out and make the sales. And then he said, but I'm like, but I'm like, Kyle and Amanda aren't doing as much as me publicly. And I'm thinking, well, Kyle can't because he's so fucking busy. Right. But he's and Kyle's like, you're the VP of sales. So this is where I was like, now, hold on. So just a quick throwback to like the first episode this season. I noticed Carl doing that with Maya when she was trying to talk to him, his body language, everything's just stiff. Yes. And that's what he was doing during that conversation. And he had his arms crossed, which is already body language being like, I don't really want to talk about this. Yeah. And defensive. Yeah. Real defensive. So I thought this is a little bit of a, this is like, this is where I thought, okay, we'll call There are two sides to this. Mm -hmm. our instinct as as viewers of reality TV is to always go for the underdog. If right. there's a if there's a group of people ganging up on someone, we immediately rush to their defense. Unless it's I, Lindsay. If you look if you looked on Twitter, everyone's mad at Car- at Kyle and Maya. Everybody. Oh, okay. Everybody. Okay. So that's so FYI guys, go on Twitter, look up the hashtag Summerhouse and it's like fuck Kyle, fuck Maya. So Carl, he says he's putting in the work but this, you know what this this may just be from the reunion comment that Amanda made actually. Because remember when Amanda was like, Carl works for us. Oh, right, right, right. And everyone was mad at her for that. So this may be Carl being like, fuck you guys. So the mm, but then he needs to say that. Right. He needs to learn how to communicate. <laughs> yeah. And now the problem too is <laughs> Kyle's like, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I think it's Lindsay's fault. And that's that now I'm like, okay, you can't don't put it on Lindsay because that's not fair. Meanwhile, Lindsay's trying to help the new girl flirt with like the hot guy who shows up and nobody's giving Lindsay credit for that. Everyone's just Ever. like, oh, oh, Lindsay's Ever. so annoying. I'm like, she's trying to get this girl laid. You should be kind. They always claim that Lindsay puts on for the cameras. This is their hmm. big gripe with her. However, it's it's really hard for me to imagine that these pe- all these people are just totally and authentically themselves and not and, and, and just leaving everything out on the table. Page. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. I, I, OK, so Carl says that he's got long. He's like, she sees the long hours 
she sees the late nights and she will say that, you know, what's all this for? And I have to listen to her, you know, because I do think that she looks out for me. She just wants me to be happy. That's not bad. But I see what I'm seeing from Kyle in this scene is like Kyle's used to being the savior for Carl. Mm -hmm. And now he's like, hold on. I'm used to being big brother. I'm used to being the one that saves you from yourself. And now you've got Lindsay sort of being your partner instead being of being your, your boss and yeah. being like, I got you a job when you weren't hireable. Yeah. So I do, I do kind of see Kyle's side. I just yeah. don't think the approach was right. Yeah. Yeah. And th- they end it kind of. They're like, we're cool, right? I'm like, mm, this is not at oh all. God. I don't think so. No, not at all. At <laughs> all at all. Not even a little bit. So, okay, then we get this cute moment where Gabby talks to Jerez and she's like, oh, my God, you're a cancer. All cancer men, I hate them. They're historically dishonest. They're sociopaths. And that's it. Me and him have the same birthday. So when she said birthday, July 14th. So right when he said that and then she started shitting on it, I'm like, but she said cancer men, not cancer women, right? She did. She specified. (laughs) And then she said that her ex was like cheating on her and took some girl to Coachella. So you know what? It's not you. It's it's the ex. <laughs> she did not apologize for that either. She went on Watch What Happens Live and Andy was like, d- she was just in the audience and Andy was like, wow, you did not let up on him. She's like, yeah, I said what I said. Didn't say sorry. She's like, all cancer men know know that to be true. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Maya pulls Lindsay aside. This energy from Maya was very bizarre to me. Okay, so she starts with saying this. I don't want to rehash things because I don't think it's worth it. I was like, well, I want you to. I would like you to please go into it. It's like, then what are you doing here? Why are you (laughs) sitting on the sand? (laughs) But I do want to move forward. How do you do that without going back into what happened? And Lindsay's looking at her like, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to fucking do, Maya? Like, Yeah. And so the, Lindsay's like, I didn't raise my voice, but Maya's like, your tone was really harsh. So when she didn't argue that Lindsay didn't raise her voice, I was like, oh, well, her tone was hard. Okay. See, I was defending you last week, Maya, saying that Lindsay has a tendency to get all up in bitches' faces. But now you're just saying her tone was harsh and you've never been spoken to like that. But girl, it is a little weird that you were like, I just asked Carl if he wanted to go smoke a J when her when his girlfriend is sitting in the car with you. Why didn't you see if Lindsay like is it do you guys maybe want to smoke? A J? Like you just said, like, like, okay. do you guys want to smoke? Do you want to smoke a J together? No. Cool. All right. You know, the end. <laughs> the end. And then when so sh- sure, was it scary that Lindsay reacted that way? Fine, but you you could have heard her out, in my opinion. Yeah, and I can imagine Lindsay's not the easiest person to sometimes have a conversation with. In an Uber. In an Uber when you're texting her boyfriend. Yeah, about smoking weed when he's trying to get, like, it's, it's such a, it was a high stake situation that Maya didn't know she was getting herself into. Right. But... And so Lindsay explains, she's like, in my head, you texted, you texted Carl to go smoke weed. And she explains something that I was like, that all sounds pretty logical. But then Maya goes, you also accused me of a lot of things. Why didn't she say it specifically right then? I didn't know. I was like, you're not saying it specifically. So then I'm like, did you maybe just interpret 
what she was saying as right. her se- accusing you of that. You know what I mean? Like maybe she didn't outwardly say you want to fuck Carl and maybe just Maya got freaked out and was like, are you saying, you know what I'm trying, you know what I'm trying to say? Like maybe she just took it that way. I guess to me, don't go up against Lindsay if you're not ready. Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't even think she thought she was, she did not, she, she had no idea it was coming. And that is why I think now that she, this conversation is playing out the way it is, I'm like, I don't think Lindsay actually said you want to fuck Carl. I know you do. No, I think Maya took it as Lindsay doesn't want me to be alone with Carl. Yes. And it's and, like, she probably doesn't. <laughs> and then like, and then she went and told that to the girls and they mm-hmm. were like, what was she trying to say? You want to fuck Carl? I think that's how, this is how it's been misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Right. I, this is my, this is now my take. That's what, because, yeah, that's what I think it is. Cause if that's what Lindsay said, then Maya would have said it. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. She would have yeah. said no. And then, and Lindsay, I think would have admitted it. Lindsay is yeah. like kind of psycho enough to be like, well, then why else would you want to go smoke with him alone or something? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And so, cause Lindsay straight up is like, I did not accuse you of that. Like I didn't do that at all. Maya goes, I want to live in this house and coexist. We won't agree on what was said in that car ride. And Lindsay goes, so I'm not allowed to share my feelings with you. And Maya cuts her off and goes, it's like talking to a brick wall. Now, I didn't understand that part. I didn't understand that part at all. Like, you're lucky Lindsay's not screaming at you on the beach. I was like, how was I talking to a brick wall? She's talking to you about what happened. And she seemed pretty, like, level-headed about it. Again, I am a Lindsay apologist. But she did seem, like, pretty level-headed being like, where is this coming from? Like, I thought we talked about it. And then Maya gets all gassed up from Paige and Amanda... And I'm like, not even an a Lindsay apologist. And even I'm like, I'm trying to follow this, but I'm confused. And then she's like, let's just sit back down. And it was sad because when she gets up, Lindsay's like, okay, cool. Walk away. Like, she's just like, you're the one who sat me down. Lindsay's like, this is going to be another summer of me being the worst person on the planet. And so... This is I you know what I think I'm going to go I'm going to stand firm in this. I think cuz when when Maya's like Lindsay, you said I wanted Carl and I came on to him and when Lindsay goes, "No, I didn't." I said, "You're texting my boyfriend who is sober." I was like, "Oh, I think that because Lindsay's like, "You're texting my boyfriend." Maya then starts interpreting that as you want to fuck my boyfriend. Mhm. But Lindsay was more like claiming Carl like she was do like she was like that's my boyfriend like reminding her but i don't think she was like threatened by maya necessarily in a sexual way it was more like reminding her like who does that yeah i do right? think it's also kind of like tough because they all were friends exactly before. exactly so it's like it is like a weird murky thing yes it's but so if someone's hard. like Hey, please don't text my boyfriend being like, hey, do you want to smoke when I'm here? And like, you don't invite me too. And he's struggling with his sobriety and all like, and everyone's just like, Lindsay's such a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, this is exactly where I was going in circles last week. So I was like, but I do see Maya's side because they were really close and they did have a really strong bond. But because they had this reunion where Lindsay was so like on the outs with everybody 
it probably puts her on the defense like, well, hold on. I don't want to be like, you can't like keep me out of this because you're friends with Carl. Yeah. And it was sad because as Lindsay's explaining what she was, as she's clarifying what she was saying, Maya's like dusting herself off and being like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. All right. Mm -hmm, I'm so disrespectful. Yeah, it's really hard. I know. Doesn't she call her a bitch at one point, too? Yeah, because then she's like, she's like, you. so I can't tell you how I'm feeling. And she's like, you can feel however you want to feel, bitch. I was like, okay, this isn't good. I but know. then Lindsay, Lindsay calls her on that. She's like, you call me a bitch, but Maya panic. She's like, no, no, no. I call my friends like bitches, which I, listen, she does. Which happened, like, happened on the episode before, but then she's like, what? Then she asked Lindsay, Lindsay, what do you want? Well, you're the one who wanted to talk, so. Right, and then Lindsay says, I thought we were acquaintances. We're not friends. Yes, she busts her. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's like, you just said specifically you want to coexist, so that's not friendship. Yeah. So we're not friends and you just call me a bitch. That was like that was like an SAT question. Like, so if this equals this, then this doesn't equate. So you technically did just call me a bitch. Nice try. (laughs) So I don't understand this energy. I don't understand what Maya was doing. I was so wanting to be on Maya's side here because I was hoping that there was merit to what Maya was saying because I'm open to that. But it felt like she thought she was going to get a different energy from Lindsay. And when Lindsay wanted to explain what actually happened, Maya was like, don't say that. Shh, quiet. Yeah. Then, she really shushed her real fast. Yeah. Like you be, I'm going to, that's it. I'm not talking to you about this. It's like, but you want it. Okay. Whatever. But I thought that's why we were sitting in the sand together. We're sitting in the sand over here. <laughs> and so, but then she keeps saying, I just want to, it's like, she's, she's, I, I I can't help it. It has a feeling of she's showing off for the mm-hmm. other girls because she's like, I just want to live in this house and coexist. OK, sounds like so, Sierra. Yeah. And so when Lindsay's like, OK, so you don't want to be friends. You just want to coexist. Maya's not that mean deep down. So even she's like, that sounds shitty when you put it like that. She's like, well, no, I mean, I guess there's there's hope still, sort of. So because like, I'll make I, you I some just, cookies. It doesn't feel like Maya. It feels like someone's hyped her up for this. It feels fake. It feels like fake mean girl. Yeah, I swear she had this fight with Lindsay. She t- went back and told them what happened. And they were like, see, told you, like, she does this shit. I mean, it's even... Like how Sierra got all hyped up before she threw the glass at Danielle. See? They're like, you should talk to her. And Paige is like, no, you should really talk to her. You should yell at her. You should get in her face. And it's like, that didn't need to happen, girlies. <laughs> I'm glad it did. Great show. Great, yeah. great scene. But. And here's what I will say, because it, this is true. Lindsay could and should have said, I'm sorry for my delivery, though. I yeah. should not have. I overreacted. Right. That's what was missing from this conversation. 100%. I overreacted. I was overly defensive of Carl. And that's what it never, and that's the problem. Lindsay never takes accountability. And that's my number one issue with Lindsay. She's always like, well, I'm justified in all of my behavior and all of my delivery. And that's okay. Right. She's like, well, don't activate me. <laughs> and, th- and that's the problem. It's like, well, no, you, you, there are ways to communicate. Because what ends up happening is when you do do what Maya just did, sit down and talk to her, she's like, let me explain all the ways I was right. And you're like, 
no, no. I know that you had reasons. We all have reasons to out to rage, but you shouldn't communicate like that. Aren't you in therapy? How many sandwiches? How exactly? Like, what is her? Th- you know, because she needs a new therapist. Sometimes you got to re. You got to get a new one. You got to refresh. Hundred percent. Because this therapist is probably co-signing all of it. Like, well, what did they say to you to get you so pissed off? You're just a Leo. That's how you react. That's how you react to things, right? That's what they start to do. They start to totally co-sign <laughs> your behavior. You're like, oh, you need a new therapist. <laughs> Have I ever told you guys that I tried to launch an online store? Sure did. Built a whole thing out on Shopify. Took me forever. Took a whole course. And I kept hearing over and over and over again that the number one reason for abandoned shopping carts was the cost of shipping. I truly wish I had known about ShipStation because ShipStation feels like it just streamlines all of it. First of all, you can handle all your orders from every marketplace on one dashboard. So it integrates everywhere you sell online. So Amazon, Etsy, Shopify, eBay, and more all in one simple dashboard. And you can automate routine shipping tasks. You can print shipping labels. And you can easily compare rates and delivery times to optimize every shipment. That would have saved me so much anxiety because every time I thought about getting an order, I was paranoid that I was going to be, I was going to be paying too much for shipping. Okay. I just think this is unreal. Another thing you can do is you can automate delivery notifications and as if this wasn't enough. Enterprise solutions that make warehouse optimizations easy. So ShipStation scales when you do. So as you start to get bigger and getting more orders, it scales with your company. I mean, okay, where was this company when I was starting out? You get up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. Then you can use my promo code to try ShipStation free for two months. Keep growing your business all year long with ShipStation. Use promo code SHESPEAKS at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code SHESPEAKS. So we're back at the house. Poor Kyle. Kyle does his best, you know, like it's just him, Sam, and his skip it by the end of the night. Can I just say, Kyle, I was talking to a friend about this, and Kyle is a star. In a the star. Scene, the scene where he lit the sparklers in the kitchen, <laughs> I love it. And then he's doing skip it for like an hour and a half. While I was impressed <laughs> with his skip it skills. And I like the new girl just being down to party with him. I do <laughs> like that he has like a friend to party with. And then and she goes, you really could be my dad. Like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Remind me of my dad. It's weird. I think she's going to be funny. Yeah. Sam, Samantha. Sam. Yeah. I think she's going to be a. I think a, she. A good one. She's going to be like the next generation. I think this is like if they keep doing summer houses and keep like doing new cast members, that's going to be what it is. It's going to look like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have hopes for her. I'm nervous to say that. Put that in the universe. But I have some hopes. She needs more friends that are down to party, though, because it mean, can't be her and Kyle. I can't believe Kyle is almost 40. He's 40. Oh, he is 40. I can't well, believe now, he is- now he's 40. He turns 40 this season. Yeah. I can't believe that yeah. he can still go like that. Girl, you're telling me. 
You are fucking telling me. If he I tried has to the most it. energy. Yeah. If, if I, I try to, to skip, skip it, it <laughs> I break injuries, my neck. Injuries. Nine one one will be called. But 100%. yeah, I'm glad he has a party friend because I am sick of everybody going to bed at nine thirty and waking up at seven for Barry's boot camp. I was so mad at Barry's boot camp last episode. I recapped. I was like, Barry's boot camp must be like sponsoring this episode. I haven't let go of the angry yet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if I hear it one more time, one more time. Barry's boot camp is so hard too. A friend I believe of mine, it. A friend of mine got me to go once, and I was like, Are you crazy? I did my first Soul Cycle class about two weekends oh. ago. First and last. I'm glad I tried it, but yeah, I used to be really into um, cycling. But yeah, um, you guys are fucking badasses. Yeah, no, I like once you're out of it, you it's really hard to get back into it. Like I. I went back to do a friend's ride. This was so many years ago now, but I hadn't done it for like six months. And when I went back, I was like, how did I do this all the time? This shit is crazy. It's also, it hurts. It hurts your lady parts. It hurts everything. Yeah. And your soul. (laughs) It broke. Yeah. If you're, if you're out of, if you're not used to it, like, and they tell you to do something, you're like, do what? I was in the back row. I was like, I'm just going to do what I want. (laughs) When they tell you to sprint when you're standing up, I'm like, no. No. And then they're rocking back and forth side to side. I'm like, I'm going to just sit on this uncomfortable chair and do my best. (laughs) Did you have the shoes that clipped in? Yes. And I didn't know how to get out of them. uh, Yep. I was going to say, did you? (laughs) Nope. That was really difficult, really embarrassing to dismount from the soul cycle bike. That is the hardest part of spin class. As if the class wasn't hard (laughs) enough. Then you're like, I'm going to die here. I'm never going to get out right. of this and like, bike. They're trying to explain to me how to unclip myself. And I'm like, that's not how I learn. You can't just tell me how to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> like, I need some help. You're like, turn that- your foot to the left. I'm like, stop. <laughs> you're like, I am. But that's, you're saying that like, I'm not doing that. I'm doing like you're, that. You're like mad at me. I just did my best. You're making it worse by saying it so many times. Just physically come over here. Tell me. Unclip my shoe, please. You just take and you just take your shoe off. You're like, that's it. Okay? That's it. No, no. The amount of times I've used to leave spin classes where the shoes were still on the bikes, I I think every time. Every time. Because someone would just someone would just take their be like, I'm I leave it. I you can figure it out. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm like, I just did an hour of this and now I have to That's the problem. It's the end of class. It's already been hard enough for you. And you're like, now this is demoralizing. It's the worst. (laughs) So anyway, fuck Barry's boot camp. (laughs) Fuck Barry's boot camp, okay? It is a great workout. They look at their bodies. They're in great shape. They look amazing. They're like a poster for it. For I know. Good for love. anyone who can do it. <laughs> yeah. But like it's I agree. This is not what Summer House is about. This is reality TV is about them getting drunk and then getting in like a really messy fight. And looking at their pupils being like, what are you on? Oh, yeah. Like at Lindsay's at Lindsay's party last year, the twisted fairy tale. I'm like, they are rolling so hard. Oh, they yeah. Are fucked up on ecstasy. Their hardcore. pupils look like your sunglasses. They 100 percent. They were so messed up. It was great. But I was like, I could tell, too, because like towards the middle of it, they were going to like go out. They were they finished with the day part. They're like, we're going to go out. And Lindsay was like blow drying her hair. And I was like, I know exactly what phase of the day this is. 
I know exactly where they're at in there. It's when the Adderall 30 kicks in again. Yep. They're like, she's like feeling herself. She's like, yes, this is (laughs) blow drying my hair. Everything feels so good right now. We're going to go out. We're going to go out. (gasps) Okay. Got it. Got it, guys. Got it. Anywho. In the morning, Carl and Lindsay start kissing, and I was like, oh, I can tell this is getting sexual. So when they go to the bathroom, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Uh, but then they awkwardly, because this is this is reality TV, right? The producer starts to be like, um, was it uncomfortable for you guys? And Carl's like, I know what you're going to ask. Was it, was it weird the first time we had sex? And I was like, I don't need to know. I'm too Me, immature. I need to know. Okay, good. Then, wh- okay, what did they say? I almost like plugged my ears. They said it was good. It was really good. And Lindsay was a little nervous, but she was thankful that it was good. And aren't we all always thankful when it's good? Like, Yes. There's that Sex in the City episode where Carrie and Berger finally have sex and it's bad. Berger is a demon. Demon. <laughs> What's the point of that relationship? Awful. Oliver leaves the next day. Little t- In case you guys missed it, oh. <clears throat> Maya was on Watch What Happens Live. They are not together anymore. And it was a bad breakup he is blocked she said not who she thought he was tell us more maya i know i'm like go live and talk about it we need to know what the fuck (laughs) happened he's a bad guy and we're like oh the bravo community is against him don't you worry (laughs) don't you worry we got you okay (laughs) what's his instagram handle okay got it don't worry Carl does stop by Kyle's room to be like, oh, hey, just check in and we're going to take off. Kyle's the one with the weird energy here. Carl's like, cool, okay. And Kyle's like, yeah, he's weird. So noted, Kyle, you're part of the problem too. It's not just Carl. And it's been weird since, I mean, we're only on episode two, but even when Kyle's like, hey, Carl, where should I point the speaker? And Carl's like, I don't care. And like, Kyle was like, you know how much the speaker fucking means to me. (laughs) This is my life. (laughs) This is my number one most important thing. Yeah. Kyle really does feel like a kid who is playing with toys and his like brother doesn't care. Yeah. Right? Like that's got that energy. It's like, like, look at me, look at me, look at me. This is my thing. This is the thing I'm really good at. And you don't care Mm -hmm. anymore. As they're leaving, Lindsay mentions to the group that they will not be there next weekend for the because they're going to a wedding, which will become a big point of contention. All right. Brunch with Danielle was heartbreaking because we know that not only does the friendship with these three fall out, but also she talks about how she's still with Robert and Mm. that relationship's also over. Yeah. It's so sad. I know. I really loved Robert. I loved them together. Chef life is tough, though. They work such long hours. That was my biggest problem with Devil Wears Prada because he... There's no world where a chef boyfriend is like, I never see you. I'm just sitting around waiting for you. He'd be like, that's fine. I'm never home either. Yeah. It's like, get a fucking hobby because yeah. your girlfriend's a bad bitch. Carl, Carl's like, okay, here's what happened with Kyle. I'm All I care about is how Danielle handled it. I'm like, how is Danielle going to react to this? Because I need to see her. At this point, I'm like, maybe Lindsay is getting in Carl's head. Like, I do. I'm, I'm willing to see if that's the thing. But Danielle's like, look, you keep giving him passes. I would like for you not to be taken advantage of anymore. Mm. So if Danielle says that, I'm like, well, okay. 
Yeah. Hey. She's like the most level-headed one out of all of them. So. And she also too has a, you know, she had a tech job. She started a company too. So like she kind of, kn- she works in that world too. So like, fine, maybe she's got some perspective on it. But at this point, it just seems like no one's communicating with anybody. Kyle's not communicating. They need to have a sit down of like what they need to do with restructuring this company. The company has grown, but they haven't figured out like how to divvy up responsibilities, it seems. Yeah, they're in their own like silos. Yeah. Carl seems like he really does feel like he's working a lot. And is he not? Like, I mean, I don't know what they do for crying out loud. (laughs) Paige and Craig were really cute. You know, like Craig is smart. He's like, I'll give you a little bit. I'm not going to do what I did last week, last season, where I showed up and made an ass of myself. I'm going to be at Paige's apartment and have a cute scene with eggs. He knows what he's doing after he was like, I will pay you for that bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. I I just, I I don't. I I know. Believe me. I know. (laughs) I know. Can I say, side note, I was shocked when I found out he's only like 32 or 33. How old did you think he was? I thought he was like 38, 39. Okay. Wait, is he really only 32, 33? I think so. Yeah. He was on Chicks in the Office last year and he said he was like 33 or 34. Okay. I could have sworn he was 38, 39 too. Yeah. I guess that's true. <clears throat> wow. You know, because we've seen them for so many years on TV. So mm-hmm. it starts to feel like they, they've aged so much. But yeah, I guess that's accurate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, he does look weathered. I prefer him the way he looks now because early seasons of Southern Charm, he was doing a lot of Adderall. Mm. And he looked gaunt and sickly. So when they show like young Craig, like when Andy tries to shade him when he goes on Watch What Happens Live and be like, let's look at young Craig versus now. I'm like, God, you're such a dick. Let's look at young Andy. How about that? Right. But I'm like, the, young Craig looks like he's dying. So this is fine. I think he looks better now. But he does look weathered. Mm. But they look good together. You can't deny it. They yeah. look like, you know, they look like the brunette Barbie and Ken. Absolutely. Gabby's parents, her, that little scene with her, her and her parents is cute. Yeah. And it was nice to, like, get to know Gabby a little bit more. Yeah. I like her. Mm. Do you not? No, you don't. I think I just have to wait and see. Oh, okay. Because I do like the horoscope stuff. I'm into that too, like a point. And I I like it. Believe me, I understand. If that becomes like your whole personality, I kind of, I can't do that all the time. But if you want to like read my cards or birth chart, cool. But if I tell you I'm a cancer and you're like, oh, I can't fuck with you. I'm going to be like. I respect you completely on that because I actually, too, have an issue with that. My dad studied astrology when he was, like, a teenager and has since, like, my whole life he would he would randomly email me and be like, uh, Emily, Saturn is moving through your third house, so be very aware of your communication. So, like, I know all about, like, astrology, astrology, so I'm also annoyed when people are like, oh, you're, you know, an Aries, that means you're like this. I'm like, no, because there's so much more to it. Yeah. I think what I like about her is that she seems insane. That's it. Yeah. I think I need to see her wasted. I know that sounds yeah. terrible. I, I need to see her drunk. I We need to see the, the typical summer house antics. Mm-hmm. We've got none of it. None. We've we got to skip it. We got to skip gotta it. Sk- and from Kyle. And Sam. She tried. And she- 
I don't, she's doing she, her best. I don't even think she skipped it. I think she, she sat didn't. there while he skipped it. And said, you remind me so much of my dad. It's scary. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I think what I like about her is that she is nuts and in your face and unapologetic about it. But agreed, don't like I don't co-sign her her astrology like generalizing. Yeah. And I love getting cards read and like my birth chart. I do like that stuff. Love a but, birth chart read. Love but a if, birth chart read. Yeah. If that's all you're giving me right now, yeah. I, I, I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope. Respect. Hmm. Uh, Kyle and Amanda's house. This is where it's this is where it gets down and dirty. Hang on, can I just say something before we talk about it? Their dogs look exactly like them. No, I. it's weird. Okay. I just want to. It's weird. It's all I could think. Like, I don't even know if I took in the scene because I was like, how do these dogs look exactly like them? Like their faces. Everything. So crazy. Adorable. Like the yeah. one that was like falling asleep in Amanda's arms was like, yeah. is this really happening? This dog is just like dead asleep, like cradled in her arms. But they, I've, it's it, every time they post a picture, I'm like, this is, they birthed the, these dogs. Like, like Amanda gave birth to these animals. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page with yeah, you. Yeah. No, 100%. But Kyle's like, okay, this California distributor just terminated us. And Carl wasn't even on the email. And the big thing is that Carl as VP of sales should have formed a relationship. So now this, this is a, now this is huge. This is pivotal. All right. So Carl did send this email, the email that he said he was crafting, and in it he claims he works 90 hours a week. And everyone on the sales team is like, I don't even know what he does. Seems like a pretty big generalization. And also, wow, that's pretty fucked up to say on camera. Mm. But also that Carl wants to get paid extra every time he goes to an event, like an appearance fee. I don't think that's a crazy ask. I need to know, like, give me further details on this. Right. Because how many, like, so I need to well, go elaborate on your thoughts on that. I mean, I just don't think that's a crazy thing. I get that they're, you know, influencers, reality stars. It's their job to promote their company, but they also have the show that they have two shows that do it. And it's like, if I'm traveling to Nashville, Denver, LA in four days, I think I deserve a little bit more of a bump, especially because people buy tickets to that. It's not like, I guess some of them are free events, but a lot of them are ticketed. A lot of them people pay to go to. So yeah, Carl should get a cut of that. Okay. That's see, that's, I didn't even think about that. If they're paid events for people purchase tickets to go, he's probably asking for a cut of that. That's what I would assume. That's probably what he's saying, right? It's it's more than just like going to a Whole Foods and being like, do you want to sell Loverboy? Yeah. I think he's talking about the fan events that they do. Yes, where there was purchasing of tickets to eat, like admission cost something. Pictures, so VIP, stuff like let that. Let me get a cut of that where it's just my appearance fee, essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I can see that being totally fair. And now the, the bummer is now this distributor terminated them. Mm. And so with Carl's role being the VP of sales, that would fall under that would fall under a strike against Carl. Mm -hmm. A pretty big one, right? Like that's like, okay, your VP of sales and one of the distributors dropped you, but you're not even on the email. Now Kyle is gonna be pissed as the boss. 
As he should be. As he should be, 100%. So there is merit to this. Mm -hmm. So let's put a pin in that because we're going to pick that back up. (laughs) Uh, All right. Now we are, we're heading back to the house. Everyone's showing up. We get to know Sam a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I didn't love Sam's confessional. It's, It's hard. When you're new, confessionals are tricky. The producers are prompting you. They're asking you questions. And if you're new to it, you're new to it. And she's giving a lot of like, I've got a roster. My boxing coach is hot, blah, 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 blah. So but again, they're prompt. They're asking the questions she's answering. And I guess I have friends like that who have rosters. So, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, all right. Well, she's just talking about how she keeps keeps a lineup. Yeah. And I guess I I get it. She was just for delivery. But again, it's tough to do it's such a brand new thing to do where you're For like sure. sitting in a chair with a big green screen behind you answering questions in full glam about like what happened a couple months ago. And people don't usually like new people. Yeah. So it's just it's I give her a pass. Mm. Danielle's green tank. I loved it. Big yeah. fab. Big fan. Big fan of that tank. She's beautiful. She's stunning. Like there's just certain shots of her sometimes. I'm like, God, her eyebrows everything so everyone's arriving for another weekend gabby's pour in that glass was hilarious it was an entire half bottle of wine that okay was- maybe i do like her maybe i do <laughs> I, I thought Paige is like what's going on here she's like i need a big pour for this weekend <laughs> shameless walking around with everyone's like okay respect i guess that's like a normal pour for me so i was like why is everyone judging her <laughs> you're like back off buddy Back out. All right. Sierra does the most with Oliver. It was a little, like, girl, it was a little much. Right? Okay. I'm glad you're making the same face I am. I'm I'm like, I'm really hoping to like Sierra this season. I'm really, really rooting. Because I loved her, like, her first season. I really did like her. But yeah, that was, that was a lot. I can't remember. No, her first season, I was like, she didn't really do anything, guys. That's probably why. Actually, no, I didn't like her her first season. I thought it was kind of fucked up that she ditched Luke, who Mm -hmm. brought her into the show. Take that back. I'm not a big Sierra fan (laughs) at all. I'm pretty shameless about that. So then she does the most. And I'm like, get over yourself. All right. Yeah. Gorgeous, though. My God, her makeup looks stunning. Her outfit was great. Like, she's a literal model. So respect. And uh, it, she, it, she went to nursing school, and I give anyone credit, even yeah, if she doesn't dude. know what a lobotomy is. She missed that day. She missed that day <laughs> of class. Um, Sierra does. She's like, it's weird because now we know they're so close. She's like, it's amicable between Danielle and I, and so it's it's going to be such a trip to see how this season goes. My God, now, if you throw a fucking glass at me, we're going to have some issues for a long time. <sighs> and when they showed it again in slow mo, I'm like. Fuck, that was so intense, dude. I know. So intense. Okay, Paige and Amanda chat. Now, look, I get it. It's fucked up that they're talking about this on camera, but this is a reality show and we have to play it fair. And it is not great that Carl did not tell anyone that he was going out of town for this wedding and that there were meetings and they couldn't get a hold of him. Mm. It's not good. No. And so I get it. People are like, because everyone's very much protective of Carl and Lindsay. They're saying it's fucked up that she's talking about this on camera. However, I'm pretty sure Carl and Lindsay talked about how he's unhappy at Lover Boy the episode prior. So I think we have to allow for the reality TV aspect to play in. Like they have to talk about what's going on. Yeah, the storyline has to play out. 
yeah, like this is what's happening in real time. And they've also talked about like way more fucked up things in the past, I feel. Yeah. And so whether it was a whether it was Carl, like a miscommunication, Carl forgot to like finish sending an email or something. But people I mean, unless unless a man is just lying, which would be really fucking crazy. But (laughs) I like Maya finding a sandwich in her purse. How exciting. I would be excited as well. Oh my God. What you're like, when you brought the sandwich for like the train or something and you're like, oh my God, I forgot my sandwich. <gasps> I'm going to have that for later. So exciting. <laughs> I related so hard to that. All right. Dinner time. And we did get to this is where we got to know a little bit more about Chris, about his parents being immigrants. And Danielle's doing a great job getting to know him. Danielle is great with new people. She yes. really does embrace them and she like gives them their moment. Like she knows they're filming their mics. So she's like, so let's find out a little bit about you. What's your relationship status? Just so that she's like, in case this makes the final cut, you know, who knows? You know, if I was at like a party wasted or something, Danielle would be the one to like take care of me. To- she makes me feel very safe. Whereas like. If I was throwing up, Paige and Amanda would be like, oh, my God, she's throwing up in the bathroom. And Danielle would be like, no, we should get her water. She's sick. 100%. She has she'll have a girl's back. Mm -hmm. She's got a big heart. Mm -hmm. But then Kyle and Maya talk and Kyle or Maya's like, yeah, you know, it's clear that the dynamic between Lindsay and I will never be the same. Okay, she's never great to begin with. Exactly. But noted and then this is where kyle kyle revs himself up by the Mm. way he does no one else does it but he does it (laughs) and so he he's like i you know well i don't want to sound like i'm not supportive of that relationship but ever since Lindsay is the whole vibe right uh and i'm a really great boss is I'm I'm such a great boss. There's no limit to vacations. We just asked for two weeks notice, but we find out on a Monday that he's flying out on a Thursday. Then he says, my COO and VP of sales that Carl is now reporting to. I thought Carl was the VP of sales. Mm. I didn't even catch that. I caught it because when I was taking notes, I thought, wait a minute. Now, now, because that leads me to think that Kyle was just getting revved up and like possibly... This could be a little inaccurate. Mm. Like, you know, when you're getting upset and like you kind of hype yourself up. No, I've never done that before. I'm not familiar. (laughs) Ever. Never. (laughs) Never. And so I was like, you're and your VP of sales, but he's the VP of sales. Did you mean your president of sales? Who's your president of sales? Yeah. Are you the president? What is the structure of Loverboard? What is the structure? I would like to see what it is. Who's the president of sales? Is that you, Kyle? Like. Show us so, the org chart. I need to see it. And so he's like, he's like, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm getting upset. But then he goes, but you know, and then he keeps going. This is not good. <laughs> and then he's like, I know he's giving me a hard time because I don't appreciate God knows what. But I'm like, bro, I've given you so much leniency. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I could feel it coming. I'm like, this isn't good. It's like when I hired him, he was unhirable and he would show up to work drunk. He showed up one day so coked out he didn't bring his computer to work. And then the world needs to know. What the fuck? And it's like, how long ago was that? Did you talk to him about it? Is this just something you held on that you're so upset about? Like, what is. But and know- like, OK, there it was this the reunion with Hannah, that reunion. Mm-hmm. Carl talks about how. 
Kyle was so there for him and had to step in and tell him, like, listen, dude, you need help. Like, you need to get help. Right. That we all gathered as an audience. Like, so something really bad happened and Kyle needed to step in and tell him, listen, dude, you are fucking up too bad. And it's like, this is the last of this is it. Mm -hmm. We could gather shit was really bad. Carl hinted to enough. You know? Yeah. And just looking at how they partied, we knew what was happening. Yeah. And Carl has opened up plenty. He's opened up enough about what's happened in in his past that we don't need you to, like, throw it in his face like this now, outright. Like. Now that he's sober and, like, really two sober. two years. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Like, how long have you been holding on to this anger, Kyle? This is so irrelevant. Like You need a therapist too, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, dude. But then like he gets his own self upset. He's not even fighting with anyone. And he's like, I'm not even hungry. And he gets up and walks away. I like Sierra goes, are we leaving dinners already? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he like the table last year, everyone was like, what the fuck, Kyle? What? Kyle. But I liked, I love Danielle listening in and she's like, nope, mm-hmm. nope, 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 nope. And so when Kyle comes back and sits there, she's she's like, I don't want you sitting there. <laughs> Get out of that chair. And he has that dumb fucking look on his face. Yeah, which is so, st- okay, on Watch What Happens Live, Andy was like, so um, that whole thing that you said, like, were you surprised Danielle was so upset? And he's like, well, I didn't know Danielle could hear and and Andy's like, okay, but you were also like mic'd up and, and like, yelling and like yelling. And he's like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I didn't think I couldn't really hear. And Andy was kind of basically trying to say like, but you said that on camera for the world to see. And he's like, yeah, whatever. He was not apologetic at all. Mm. And da- his thing is, you only know the Lindsay Carl version. But Danielle's like, hold on. <laughs> this didn't happen two weeks ago. Right. She did say that. Yeah. This happened when? Like two years ago? And Kyle's like, but when I intervened and told him never to do coke again, she's like, like, you're bringing that up now as a reason not to pay him more money? And I don't even think she meant like literally like as a reason. She just was kind of saying like, you're bringing this up now as what? Like a reason not to pay him more money. And he gets so up and he's like, oh, so he wants more money. I, I think she was just like saying like, but he gets so offended. And then he goes, if you want to say something, come here. Let's go for it. She's right there already. Yeah. And she's already said it. What is Kyle? Are you on Coke? <laughs> well, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, <laughs> I mean, I think Kyle likes to do some stuff. You know, I mean, if you weren't eating, although you weren't, you said you weren't hungry anymore. Uh, if you want to get nasty, I'll get nasty too, Kyle. This was fucked up. Yeah, I completely agree. And I give Danielle a lot of credit because I think a lot of people, when you're around someone who's that fucked up and that mad and angry, it's kind of easier to be like, Kyle's just being Kyle. Like, I'll deal with that tomorrow. And Danielle was like, no, this is inappropriate. And we're trying to have a nice dinner and you just ruined it. And you you expect me not to stick up for two of my best friends. Good point. Who are also your best friends. Exactly. That's what's been weird about like, at the reunion, it was like, Kyle, are you forgetting that these are your OG besties? 
And even at during Winterhouse, he was so rude about them. He was and like, like oh, they made I comments about leave. Yeah, and made comments about Lindsay's looks and Carl being weird. And like, I'm just like, where? Like, what? What? I mean, I don't know. And I, then saw, I like, sound like Jennifer Aniston right now. I'm like, what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Dude. It's he goes, I gave him the chance because Carl could walk away from the company right now and the company wouldn't feel a thing. Okay, fine. He helped you build it. That's awesome. Cool. Like he that's great. And then he's like, I gave I made him MVP of sales when the guy was unhirable for four fucking years. Ouch. Mm. I mean, this is like brutal stuff. You Look, they this is are, like stuff you can't really take back. And I'm wondering because Carl did an interview with Bryce. I think it was Bryce uh, for Entertainment Tonight. And he said that as of like that at, at that moment, he's like, Carl and I are fine now. We went out to dinner. But I wonder if he had seen this episode. And yeah. I wonder how much Kyle. I wonder how much Kyle. Look, we have a lot of season to go. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it comes out that Kyle said this at this dinner and that. Carl is aware it's possible but I don't know if they if he's unaware if Carl didn't know that Kyle said that he he must be right they must have told they must I'm sure Danielle told him yeah she must tell Carl I have a question for you so I've been kind of like playing I don't know Lindsay and Carl are like huge right now they've been in like TJ Maxx ads and they're kind of all over the place do you think there's jealousy from Amanda and Kyle that they're not on like TJ Maxx. Is there jealousy that, you know, Craig and Paige aren't? I because like right there now has they're to be kinda, an element to that, honestly. They're like the golden couple that I mean, I, I was gonna say of Bravo, but you know my I don't know is like the whole network, but they're very much like a golden couple at the moment. So there I I think that there has to be some aspect of even if it's subconscious, like you don't even know you have it in you, but it's because Kyle and Amanda have a notoriously rocky relationship history on the show, you know, even last season. Oh and God. yeah, so I did a, I, I put a whole post together because I was trying to figure out how the, how Paige and Lindsay went from a seemingly good ending to last season to then the hatred and vitriol she had for Lindsay at the reunion. And I mean, even looking back at Kyle and Amanda's wedding episode, a lot of it was about Lindsay and Carl. Exactly. So I really wonder if there's, if maybe they don't realize there's jealousy, but there's got to be something. I think that. Kyle feels like he lost I think he feels like he lost those friends. He lost his party buddy Lindsay and he lost Carl who he saved. Yeah. I think he saved. Yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't know what his role is mm-hmm. anymore. He used to like pick drunk crazy Lindsay up off the ground. Right. And this is such a this is such a good call. This is so fun. Yes, this is it. Ooh, this is so good. Yes, he because remember last year's winter house, he literally had to pick Lindsay got so drunk and she like <laughs> fell over and he's like, Oh, Lindsay. Like they were like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. They're funny together when they're drinking like and that. And they're like one and the same. Yeah, they're the same person. And he's always helping her out. And now he doesn't really have that role anymore. And now he's kind of like Oh my God, you might have cracked what this is. A you little guys bit. don't need me anymore. That's how oh. Kyle feels. You don't, 
You don't need lover boy. You don't need me. That's what it is. I'm telling you, that's what it is. Wow. Because it's hard. You know, all relationships in life change. Your friendships are always ever changing, but you need to be able to change with them or else you're going to end up like Kyle. Wow. This is interesting. I told you I redeemed myself, Emily. I told you. (laughs) I I had no doubt. I had no doubt. You may need to have, you may need to come back for another recap. I would love to. (laughs) Because this was, wow. So Kyle, because Kyle tried so hard to get his relationship back on track. I mean, I do feel like they genuinely, Amanda and him do genuinely feel like they're doing better. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't feel inauthentic, but like compared Mm -hmm. to last season, my God. Anything's fucking better. (laughs) Anything's better, right? So compared to last season, we're doing a lot better. But Kyle kind of thought that he was going to be like redeemed this season with Amanda. He didn't see this redemption for Lindsay season coming. Mm -hmm. Because Lindsay was the enemy. Lindsay got sober to help Carl, you know? Kyle, I mean, and you know what? Like, that's her choice, obviously. I can't fault uh, Kyle for not doing the same. But she one-upped him. Fuck. This is so good. It's all I think about. I think about it all day. (laughs) Okay, so, so, oh my God. But Kyle is not going to be able to figure that out. It's going to be a whole season of him thinking he's right. Your egos are the biggest bitch you ever have to deal with. Yeah. But what's freaking me out is that Danielle is also going to go through this. And that's what's scaring me. But it's a powerful thing, this whole group dynamic. The whole group feels this way. You know, like the whole group is 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 just convinced that they're correct, that they're correct that like Lindsay and Carl are the problem. Lindsay's a she devil. Yeah. And and I was I was open to it. Like, yeah, maybe they had a weird sexy scene and a fake, fake kind of cheesy opening confessional. But I don't understand what they don't see as far as carrying over from last season to this season. Like you guys were at the reunion, right? Like, yeah, they they know you don't like them. Yeah. All right. And now well. they're not going out as much. They're not drinking. They're not. They're going to Barry's boot camp, which we also have issues with, but whatever. Yes. So they're no longer a part of the group dynamic because they had to change their lifestyle. And again, people don't like when people do that. Wow. Because Kyle's the one who started the show. He Uh, started the show. And Lindsay's always been the mess. Mm -hmm. What do they do without Lindsay as the mess? Because, you know, before it was like, oh, Kyle got drunk. That's funny. Now, and before it was like, Lindsay's crazy when she gets drunk. Uh-huh. And now it ha- tensions on Kyle. And Lindsay always had the fucked up relationship situation. Mm-hmm. She always had some guy that she was going nuts about. And I was like, oh, Lindsay, here she goes again. had a brothel, again. remember? <gasps> and now she's got some healthy relationship and she doesn't drink too much. And now, oh, <laughs> this is so crazy. <laughs> and so we're also going to see Danielle's relationship Get, no. get worse and so i'm hoping this isn't so a, so a friend of mine said something to me that i didn't realize i guess when you get engaged you can actually lose friends i believe that yeah i when she said that, i was like oh because it's like you it's you don't realize the jealousy that like lies underneath it 
And it's also just different parts of your, your different points in your life, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was like 24 and my first friend got engaged and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, just cause like I wasn't there. Yeah. I wasn't there yet. Yeah. She said that she had a full on, like a friend just stopped talking to her mm. because they were like resentful, but they couldn't say I'm resentful because I want that too. She just announced she was engaged and that friend almost like never replied to a text ever from that point on. And it's not always resentful. It's not knowing how to deal with shifts in relationships. Yes. And so like a big, big, especially for Lindsay, who's her whole life has been wanting something she can't get. Then she gets it with someone who is like the dream guy for her. Mm-hmm. Oof. Ooh. Ooh. This has been a psychological thriller. Exactly. I'm glad I asked you that question. That was so good. <laughs> um. All right. Well, you're... De- I hope you don't mind, but you can. I, can you please come back <laughs> whenever you want me to talk about Summer House in their weird, <laughs> fucked up minds? I'm into it <laughs> because, like, this is only going to get more and more. You know, this actually made me kind of excited now for the season because it's it's like now we can look at the psychology of it. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to have to do. Yeah, <laughs> like otherwise it might be just a flop of a season. But if you watch it again, it's these best friends. They've gone to the Hamptons for how long? Like 10, 12 years, however yeah. long now. Yeah. And they always had the same dynamic forever until now. Yes, forever. Oh, my God. Lindsay has all she had Everett from the beginning. And that was a mess. And ever since then, and now, and so they don't know. And Lindsay is such a force of energy in the house. Mm -hmm. And Carl is too. You think so? Well, yeah, because when Carl was drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drunk Carl for sure. like, ugh. And so then when Carl got sober, Carl was like, everyone was so like, wow, Carl is so much more together now. He was like the wise old owl. Yes. And so now that there's an energy with Carl because he's with Lindsay, it's like, what do we do with this? He has a little more confidence. He's getting like, oh, we don't like that. And and then having the trio of them who've all been this like solid friends for so long, then it's like, well, what do we do with Kyle? Kyle's just going to be friends with like Amanda and us. Mm -hmm. They notoriously don't like Kyle. Right. They've been talking shit about Kyle for years. So Mm -hmm. this is a trip. So we're going to have to look at it, guys, from the perspective of just the psychological twists and turns that this group has had to go through. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, Jesus Christ. (laughs) On that note, okay. Tell the people where they can follow you, find you, listen to you. And then we're going to talk about when you can come back. Yeah, for sure. Um, on Instagram, I'm Laguna underscore Biatch. The podcast is Beyond the Blinds. And I'm on Twitter as Laguna Biatch IG. It's just my conscious stream of thoughts if you want that. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, we will definitely be seeing more of Kelly because she has just she's just tickled my brain. I'll tell you. that. Oh, right I'm now. so happy I could redeem myself. Thank you for inviting me back. This is so much fun. <laughs> I know. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. We'll see you next time. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. 
If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.